The table is set. The world is ready. All work is done. So what now? Now it's time to welcome him in. Hi, I'm Rifki, and you are listening to Olive All Over, where we learn to live Geula now. This week's Sicha summary is sponsored in honor of Rifuashlima for the Chayel and Tzivis Hashem Shneer Zalman Ben Hinda may have a complete Rifuashlima because all the Torah that people will learn through this episode, through the Sicha, and Le'ilu Nishmas Menach Mendel. Alvashalm ben Meir Yaakov Shechia, may his neshama have an aliyah and go straight to the Hashem to demand Mashiach now. Thank you so much for sponsoring. And if you would like to sponsor a future episode, email oliveallover at gmail.com. Literally, your support is what makes this happen. Let's dive right in. Have you ever gone to a farm or you had a project in school where you've planted seeds? In the act of planting the seeds is already the future growth that will follow. It's found in the process of the planting. Let's connect the seed planting to the parsha that we're in and to a Sarvatives that was in that week of Tefshin and Bez, where the Rebbe shows us how the start of a dark experience and a challenge in a gullus is really the start of its redemption, of its geula, and of its positive future as well. Let's begin. Parsha Svechi is the end of Chumash Breshis, the Chumash that is called Sefer Hayashar. It's the straight path. We have so much lessons from Avam Yitzchak and Yaakov, Maisa Avay Simlam Banim, lessons and direction for us how to live today. Specifically, the last parsha is called Parshas Vayechi Yaakov, right? It's all about the brachas that Yaakov is giving to his children. And that is really how Yaakov stays alive, right? Yaakov, you Mazar Bachaim, Afhu When his children are alive and learning Taira, which is the true life, that is how. He stays alive as well. So let's connect this parsha to the times that we're in. When I say we, it means Tavshin and Bez. So Asarva Teves, the fast day, is greater actually than all other fasts, very similar to Yom Kippur, which cannot be pushed off if it falls out on Shabbos. Nowadays, as the calendar is made in a way that it won't fall on Shabbos, but if it would, it would not be pushed off. So why is there such an extra measure for this fast day? So there's four fasties connected with the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash. Aser Vitevis, when the walls of Yerushalayim were surrounded and there was a siege. Shiva Aser Vitamiz, they broke the walls of Yerushalayim. Tishabav, they destroyed the first and the second Beis HaMikdash. And Gimel Tishrei, when Tzayim, which is Saim Gedalia, when Gedalia ben Achikam was murdered. So we see from here, Aser Vitevis was the start of the whole Chorban that was to come. So in a way, it's harsher than all the fast days since it was the start of it. But as we learned Hasidus and we learned the flip side, it's also the start and opening of the immense goodness that is found in a fast day. What is a fast day? A fast day is a Yaim Ratzin Lashem. It's a very desirable and special day and time to do Teshuvah. So we can do Teshuvah in a way that we cancel the reason for the skulls and we can bring about the Gula. And this point is greatly emphasized in Asar Batavis because Asar Batavis, they didn't touch anything. They just surrounded the walls. It's not like they destroyed anything yet. So it was just there to inspire the Eden. Go, do Teshuvah, you know, get better. So that's why this is a real day of doing Teshuvah and really, you know, returning to who we really are inside, which will cancel out the destruction even before it can take place. So 
this siege is actually connected with iron, like we see from the Nevu of Yechaskel, where it says, and this is the translation, take for you an iron pan and place it as a wall of iron between you and the city, for it shall be besieged. So we see that this surrounding of the walls is greatly connected to iron. Now, iron is the exact opposite of the base of Mikdash, right? It's what destroyed the base of Mikdash, so we know that it cannot be built with it. The base of Mikdash is not built with iron. Now, okay, we see that iron is really negative, but the negativity of the iron can be corrected by using iron for positivity, for holiness, for kedusha. Like it says that any Talmud Chacham that does not have the strength of iron is not a Talmud Chacham. So we see from here that iron means like this solidness, this incredible strength in kedusha, And that's really the whole idea of a Sarbatibis is here to remind us to protect our walls. What are our walls? Tyra. And not just to protect it, but to protect it in a way of iron with incredible, incredible strength. And the whole purpose of all this destruction that happened was really in order for us to be able to take this iron of klipa, of unholiness, and to be able to transform it into iron of holiness. Like we're going to see that eventually in the third base of Mikdash, the base of Mikdash will be built from iron. So speaking about metals, there's three types of precious metal. There's gold, silver, and there's copper. And interestingly enough, each one corresponds to another one of the three Avais. Avram is connected to gold, which is the most choiciest and special and most perfect, quote-unquote, of all the metals. Zahav, Zayin Heve, stands for Zeh Hanaisin Bari, like a person who gives tzedakah when he is healthy, showing how the base of Mikdash, the first one, was complete and healthy. So, and hence the first base of Mikdash. Yitzchak Avinu corresponds to silver, kasef, which stands for kishayesh sapkanas pachad. When there is a fear, that's when a person gives tzedakah. And it refers to the second base of Mikdash, which wasn't as perfect as the first because it was missing five things. And lastly, Yaakov Avinu corresponds to nechayshes, which is copper, which stands for nesinas chayla shamar tenu. A sick person who is on the verge of leaving this world asks for tzedakah. And that refers to us in Galas asking Hashem to please build the third base in Mikdash. So now we have this last material, which is iron. And iron, Barzel, hints to the third base of Mikdash, which will be everlasting and strong like iron. And when we get to that time, it means that we have accomplished this Avaida of using this iron in holiness. If we look at the word Barzel, which means iron, it's actually Rashi Teves. For Bila, Rachel, Zilpa, Leir, Zilpa, Leah, the four, the two Imahais and two Shvachais, made servants of the Avais. We know that the Imahais are, if you look at the order of the names, the made servants are listed before the Imahais, which is interesting. That's like a taste of what Klipa is, right? When the weaker tried to dominate the stronger. But really, it's also a taste of what's Mashiach, right? We know that Mashiach comes, the woman will be the crown of her husband. It's going to be revealed how what is lower, quote-unquote, in Galas is actually going to rise to a higher state in Geula. It's going to be revealed how truly the maidservants are greater than their masters, the Imais. So now, Asar Bateves, we know it was the start of the destruction, a really sad time. But since the whole purpose of this destruction, right... They surrounded the world with iron. It was really not a good story. But really, if you look deeper, it was like a seed that was planted. And that day marks the start of the building of the third base Hamikdash. 
And the same is true with the Nevuah of Yechazkel about the iron, right? It looks like the iron is hinting to the Chorban. However, the true purpose that iron was used was to show us what our Avaida now in Gullus is, to take that iron, that incredible strength, and to reveal that strength in holiness, in Kedusha. And when we do so, we will come to build the third Beis HaMikdash with iron itself. Okay, let's see how Geula is greatly connected to the time when Asar Batibis falls out on, in that year, Tavshinan Beis. It fell out, first of all, on Yud Teves. So Teves is the 10th month, if, if you count from Nisan. And in the 10th month, on the 10th day, on Yud, really hints the Gula because the number 10 it hints to the 10th cow we're going to have when Mashiach comes. It's a time when the land of Eretz Yisrael will be a land of 10 nations. We're going to have the 10th Shira. So this whole month is number 10. It connects to everything that connects to Gula with the number 10. Also, our Chavim say that Tevis is a month when the body derives pleasure from the body. Haguf nena min haguf, meaning it's a very cold month. And, you know, when you stay close to other people, you get warmed up. Hashem is, quote unquote, enjoying from the Avaida of these and down below, which is a taste of Gula. When the Neshama, Nizanis min haguf, when the Neshama is actually going to get vitality from the guf. So this greatly connects to Ula when the Neshama will get energy from the body. And on that year, Asar B'tivis actually fell out on a Tuesday when Hashem said, when he created the world, Kitaib two times. Now, it Tuesday was when all the vegetation and the plants, right, grew. And when you plant a seed in the ground, the future growth that is yet to come is found at the time of the planting. So Asar B'tivis is really like seeds that were planted. And it looked dark, you know, not good stuff, but really it was the planting of the seeds, the start of the future gula, of the ultimate light, the ultimate goodness, and the ultimate purpose why Hashem created the world was planted on the day of Asar Tevis. So we're in Galus now, and we don't know what to do. Where do we get our chizuk from? We look at Parashas Vayechi and it gives us the answer. Vayechi Yaakov. Yaakov had his best life in Mitzrayim. But if you look at next week's Parsha, this was the start of the Galus Mitzrayim, a very dark and hard Galus. So what gave they give them the Kayach to get through it was Yaakov. What was Yaakov? He is the representation of Tyra. When we learn Tyra in a way of iron, in a way of strength, we reveal our everlastingness inside of us. Like it says, Yaakov Avinu Laimes, Zari Bachaim Afu Bachaim. When we are alive, Zari, his children, learning Tyra in an everlasting and strong way, we reveal our Nitrius, which will be revealed when Mashiach comes. So this is truly the same point of Asar Batavis and Parsha Vayachi. They're all about the planting of the seed, right? It was the start of Galas, but essentially it included the start of the Geula. So our iron-willed dedication to Yiddishkeit, and we're not negotiating like we learned in last week's Sicha, right? We are doing what's needed, Lamaila Midarakateva. We will transform this negative, you know, destructive dimension of iron, of klipa, of unholiness into kedusha, into holiness. And that will be revealed when we actually take that iron and build the third and everlasting base of Mikdash with it. So being that we are in Tavshin and Beis, there says, a year filled with miracles, bakayal mikal kal, hinting to the three avais. He made just like they left that galos. We will see wonders even greater than than those. 
and we are in the last generation of Gauls, the first generation of Gula. The table is set. The world is ready. Everything is in place. So certainly, by learning Tyra in a way of iron, we will today see our Avais and our Imahais with the Gula, and we will all go to Eretz Yisrael, which will not need its walls to protect, right? They broke the walls, but we won't need the walls because the whole world will turn into Eretz Yisrael. The whole Eretz Yisrael will turn into Yerushalayim. And then the Rebbe says really powerful words that make Gula real. The Rebbe says, we're going to take our finger, and we're going to point, and we're going to say, here is Mashiach. Here is Kvayi Kedushas Mari V'chami Ad Mernazi Dereinu. Wow. Here is our Rebbe, right? The Friedrich Rebbe, and obviously referring to now our Rebbe, here is Hashem. Here is the Shahabar, the Yasan, the Ayan Meshubar, and the table that is set and ready for the Geula. And the way to bring this about is by Zarai, right? We're talking about Zar Bahaim, our children have to be alive. By investing in Chinook and educating kids in a way that they're so inspired that even when they're not actively learning, they're still a living fire. When they go to camp, you know, those kids that like say, my tomorrow taught me this. And they're still so passionate and teaching it to other children. That's how we should inspire others. And that's how we should inspire ourselves. We should be doing every mitzvah, every thought, everything we see should be in a way that even when we have to rest and, you know, we're, we're taking a little bit of a break, our actions should still be rippling effect, right? Like when you plant a seed, it just sprouts more and more and more. You know, people make like they start pe'ulais, they start things and it just continues, you know, it just becomes the new way of doing things. So that could be in that kind of way, but also in ourselves, we should just be so positive in our house that even when I'm not necessarily saying something nice, it's already the new way we talk. It's just rippling effect. You know, think of your own example, how you start something and then it just ripples effect and continues on. And how do we serve Hashem and do Tarim Mitzvahs in this way? From Yaakov, stands for Yud Ekev. We take that Yud, our essence, our Etzem HaNeshama, and we bring it down to our Ekev, into even the lowest parts of my day-to-day life, my eating, my sleeping, the way I walk, the way I talk. I'm bringing my essence into my entire self, which is really a taste of Mashiach. So summarizing from the beginning, we want to bring Geula. We first have to realize that the start of Gullus was essentially the start of the Gula. We're in the process. And at this point, we are way beyond the planting of the seeds. We're already starting to see the sprouting, the beautiful light that is coming. And it's when we serve Hashem in a way of Barzal de Kedusha, in a way of iron, in a way of such steadfast strength, and in a way of educating our students or people around us and ourselves to be a living fire, like iron, just constantly, you know, inspired see the rebuilding of the third base of Mikdash which will be rebuilt through iron. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to Aleph All Over. Through our efforts of living Gula, may we merit to welcome in Mashiach right now. <laughs>